Oh boy, today on the show, we get deep. I'm done with the advice column for at least this week because I had some deep, deep thoughts. <laughs> I'm laughing because I just finished uh, writing it and I'm just like sitting here all moody and emotional. But stick around for the free skate. I talk about one of my favorite podcasts uh, as well as uh, a very woo-woo thing I'm into now. All right, here we go. Welcome to Doing the Best We Can with Eddie Hoffoltz. We, we hope, hope you enjoy, enjoy the show. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Eve and Lucy, those are my daughters who introduce the show every single week, which I love that they do that, and I love that you are here. My name is Eddie Koffeltz, and this is Doing the Best We Can with Eddie Koffeltz. <laughs> I've said my name a couple times now. I am grateful that you are here. This is a show where uh, generally if you know me, then you're probably... <laughs> then you're probably listening. If you don't know who I am, you're like, who is this guy? Why did someone recommend it? Uh, but what I do is I write a newsletter every single week. Uh, it is full of thoughts, ponderings, musings, funny things, serious things. Uh, and then I push record and I, I record it. I go live just now. I just finished writing it. The house is quiet. I just finished and here I am recording this with you. You may hear a little bit of stuttering and stammering with that is because this is just an unedited straight thing. I heard someone in a comment tell me that it sounds like I'm dogging other podcasts when I say that I edit or I don't edit and they do. <laughs> I've no, uh, no way. I've done nothing but edited shows my whole life. I love it. I've made like a career editing shows. I love doing it. But for this one, it just felt right to go for it. So here we are going for it. All right, so I will at first read kind of audiobook style the newsletter that I just finished writing, and then uh, we'll do a little bit of free skate other stuff, okay? I'm glad you're here. Let's dive in together. Issue 44, The Full Honor Mantra. Two disparate events are happening this week in my life. They do not rely on each other, they don't know about each other, and they are not equally important. Yet they occupy some shared middle section of my mental Venn diagram of this week. Here are those two events. Full honor. I found out last week that the father of one of my closest friends passed away. It wasn't wholly unexpected, yet it wasn't surprising, as if things, like, as these things often are. Even when you know death is coming, there is something that just won't allow us to believe it until it happens. This Friday, my family will attend his funeral. It will be a full-honor military funeral, celebrating a life that was very well-lived. A life, by the way, that was so well-lived that I actually got bored while reading his obituary. And isn't that kind of what we all want? He just had honor after honor, accomplishment after accomplishment, relationships and organizations and churches and career and personal reflections and family. It never ended. And really, it couldn't have been shortened. I am deeply grieving this man, a man who I barely knew and who lived a life markedly better than most people even dream of, me included. This grief comes from a statement that someone once shared with me about a loss similar to this. They said... The weird thing is that they've died, but my life continues. Today, I just go about my normal life. I get an oil change. I stop for groceries and nobody knows anything. I go to school and everyone is normal, but it's not normal. Time has shifted. That statement is the crux of loss for me. The timelines diverge and one person stands still while another moves forward. 
I think about a friend I lost who was older than me. He will always be older than me. Though now I have outlived him by a few years. And with the funeral this Friday, I didn't know him. But I will stand there in celebration of what he was, while also experiencing the breath-shallowing awareness of the stillness, of the absence of time, of the past and future diverging. Section two, woo-woo. <laughs> I recently went through four sessions to learn Transcendental Meditation, TM for short, and it was eye-opening. Now, before I go any further, you should know that TM isn't uh, spiritual per se, but it is a little woo-woo. If you're squeamish about not praying but kind of communing in ancient languages, well, this may not be your thing, but I liked it. Additionally, while TM is not an MLM, multi-level marketing organization, you do have to sign a lot of things saying you won't divulge what you've learned and only a qualified teacher can hand out the teachings and mantras. But okay, if you can get past those two things, learning TM is pretty special. Because of my timeshare agreement, I can't get into everything that happens during a meditation session. But what is commonly known, and what has been meaningful to me, is that the act of meditation has some real physical effects. I can feel my breath go from shallow and in my chest to deep and from my stomach. I'm a pretty anxious guy, and my first tell is always my breathing. There's never enough air when I'm worked up. During meditation, that's resolved. In, in addition, my heart slows down. My body stills. I'm a constant mover. My feet never stop moving. And I, you know what? I'm going to read that again because I just didn't like that sentence. During meditation, that's resolved. In addition, my heart slows down. My body stills. I'm a constant foot mover, by the way. Those always, always are moving. And I generally, during meditation, fall awake asleep. Except for my brain. During meditation, my brain goes freaking crazy. This morning, I kid you not, I found myself drifting from considering my mantra to wondering if it's too early to invest in an electric car. Then I went back to the mantra. Then I was staring out the window with my eyes totally open, figuring out how to mount the new shelves I built for the mudroom. Then the mantra, then a work presentation, and so on. This, as I came to learn in my all rights reserved classes, is a normal part of the process. But sometimes, and it only happened to me once, the brain follows the body and also shuts down. This has a name, a name that the ghost of Maharishi Maharishi Yogi well, can't possibly know that I just said to you. But essentially, it feels like time is stopping. I'm sure you've experienced it also. Have you ever been driving and realized that you went from one point to another without any thought? You weren't asleep. You were still focused and driving safely, but you had no thoughts and therefore no benchmark for time. The one time I experienced it, a few minutes passed before I clicked back into my mantra, work presentation, mantra, pattern. I still long for that silence, but can't really do anything to conjure it. I just have to show up and see if it happens, though I won't know it's happening until it's over. I am simply a vehicle for a dance between the conscious and the subconscious, the known and the unknown. Last section, present and future. What I find myself considering this week is the strange juxtaposition between my longing for time to lapse and the sadness that will be experienced on Friday as we acknowledge the time has ended. Among the living, a lack of consciousness and deep rest is seen as a virtue, yet it's that precise thing that we mourn when a hero is retired with honor. What does it say about me that I want time to pass quickly, but not end? 
What does it mean that I'm looking to the future as an antidote to present frustration? Why is simply being here now, typing these words, not enough? Mantra. When should I fertilize the lawn? Mantra. Is soccer practice going to get canceled tonight? Mantra. Silence. Silence. What was that? Kind of a weird one. I I liked it. I was... I hope that was okay for you. (laughs) I always feel a sense of uh, insecurity and self-consciousness when I do something that feels kind of deep and a little bit out of form. But those are my thoughts for this week. I hope it resonated with you, or if not, (laughs) I hope you're still here and listening to uh, the last part of this. Listen, I'm going to uh, just share a couple of things really quickly. The first uh, is I wanted to talk to you about a podcast that I love that I have been listening to. Now, in total, total transparency, uh, you know, I'm part of the That Sounds Fun network, and part of being on that network means we all talk about each other's shows. What's good about this is I actually like and love all of the shows, and chief among them um, is Be The Bridge podcast. This is hosted by Latasha Morrison. Uh, If you have listened to anything I have ever done, The New Activist, Annie and Eddie Keep Talking, uh, uh, I think even Relevant, you know that I have long been a fan of Latasha Morrison. Um, Be The Bridge is her podcast that... When she started it, I was like, oh, thank goodness. Latasha has a podcast. Like, I just want to hear her voice. The Be The Bridge podcast is a resource. It really is from the nonprofit organization Be The Bridge, which was founded in 2016 by Latasha Morrison, who is a uh, best-selling author, incredibly funny and kind person. This isn't in her bio, but she just is funny and kind and wonderful. Like, her smile on the front of the podcast logo should tell you everything. But... On top of all of that, uh, she is a fight for ra- she is a leader in the fight for racial justice. Latasha um, does something very selfless in that she talks about things that we all really need to know and want to learn, but are not always sure who to ask or where to go to. She records a podcast and talks to some brilliant people. She talks and about racial brokenness and systemic injustice in our world, and talks about how. Um, understanding can move us towards healing and racial equity and racial unity. The podcast is really an extension of the vision to make people no longer conditioned by a racialized society, but grounded in truth. And so they act, they put on this, they be the bridge foundation is a resource to help cultivate very, very courageous conversations and equip people to flourish. So new episodes are released every other Tuesday uh, the show notes, go to my show notes. It'll be the first thing in the show notes where you can listen to subscribe or wherever you listen to podcasts, just type be the bridge, look for Latasha smile and make sure you are listening to that podcast. I think that in terms of like destination listening and things that we should all be, not should, no should. I don't know. I go back and forth on that word. I think it's important for us to be listening to be the bridge. So I am not only thrilled to be on the network for her, but to get to promote her show today and to talk about just genuinely, genuinely how important I think this show is for all of us to continue to listen to. Link is in the show note. A couple episodes that I would start with. Uh, I mean, Jenny Allen was on there, episode 201. And there was one on, uh, oh man, oh, Critical Race Theory uh, with Jamar Tisby and Dr. Edmondson. Yeah, that was a good one. You'll, you'll find it. I think that was like, 
episode 200 and something. You'll you'll find it. Sorry. I'm now just discussing a directory, but I just remember listening to that and being like, ooh, that was uh, that was very helpful. So Be The Bridge podcast with Latasha Morrison. That was the first thing I wanted to talk about in the free skate. And the second thing that I wanted to talk about in the free skate um, is I wanted to follow up on the TM part of uh, my article. Um, I have wanted to do transcendental meditation and learn about meditation for years. And while I truly don't want to divulge too much, because I, I do want to honor, I mean, I made jokes about it in the in the, in the the newsletter, but I do want to honor the tradition and the, the kind of the oral tradition of TM. I will say that it has been extremely helpful. And so uh, I'm also going to put a link in the show notes to something called the David Lynch Foundation. Yes, that David Lynch, the guy that did uh, uh, Twin Peaks. You may have seen him recently. He played a very memorable role in The Fablemans. Um, so he is a director, writer, actor, uh, just all around interesting guy. But also he is a massive proponent of transcendental meditation and has started a foundation. And this foundation basically allows for people to get access to transcendental meditation teaching all around the country. They are not a sponsor. They don't know I'm doing this. In fact, they probably wouldn't even love the way I talked about TM on the podcast. But for me, it has been helpful to put form to what is essentially thoughtful, relaxed breathing. And yes, it's a little woo-woo, but it's not dangerous woo-woo. It's, it's, um, it's expansive. Yeah, it's expansive. So um, I'm going to put a link to that in the show notes if you want to learn about it. They have a lot of options around the country for uh, for students. They really care about I know in D.C. there's a whole center where anybody who is in high school in uh, the D.C. area and certain parts of the D.C. area can get free training in transcendental meditation. For other people, it's expensive. Uh, you know, you pay, what, six, eight hundred bucks for the classes. Um, so it's you know, it's across the board, but you can learn about it. You can learn about the offerings that they have in your area. Some of them may be online as well, and they also have funding options. So all that being said, this is a non-commercial commercial for two things that I care about a lot, Be the Bridge and uh, and the David Lynch Foundation, neither of which I can imagine the other one thought that they would be on the same podcast with the other one, but it's really important and we're multifaceted people and here we are. Okay, that's the show for this week. Thank you for being here. Uh, thank you, as always, to Uncle Jimmy for editing the newsletter and thank you for allowing me to be a part of your world. Uh, if you're still listening, one, I love the advice column. If you have questions, keep sending them. Questions about anything. I would love to answer them on future weeks shows, show weeks, whatever. Also, uh, I, uh, I'm always up for feedback. So just go to eddiecoffolds.com. Link is in the show notes. Just send me, send me whatever you want. I'm here. I'll do my best to answer. Sometimes I'm better than others. Uh, anyway, that's it. Hope you have a good rest of your day. I will see you next time on doing the best we can. 